State Farm Insurance knows that understanding and investing in our cultural identity is paramount in protecting our future. We know what it's like to go from nothing to something, to wish that we had better financial literacy when we were younger. Luckily, State Farm is here to help. With funding programs like Project Ready, which is committed to education achievement and has already awarded over $11 million in scholarship offers to black and brown youth since 2021. State Farm believes that being better neighbors creates better communities. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. All right, so there we were, cruising through the new open-air zoo, when I realized that the park was closing in like 15 minutes. Luckily, we were in my Nissan Rogue. With its powerful VC turbo engine, well, we had time to see all the animals. Whoa! <laughs> and outrun a few! Drive the Nissan Rogue. AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work. In traffic, so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Moments like my daughter telling me a new joke mean a lot to me. But after being diagnosed with metastatic breast cancer, or MBC, which is breast cancer that is spread to other parts of the body, they mean even more. I take Ibrance, Palpocyclib. Ibrance 125 milligram tablets with an aromatase inhibitor is for adults with HR positive HER2 negative NBC as the first hormonal based therapy. Ask your doctor about Ibrance and visit Ibrance.com. Ibrance may cause low white blood cell counts that may lead to serious infections. Ibrance may cause severe inflammation of the lungs. Both of these can lead to death. Tell your doctor right away if you have new or worsening symptoms, including trouble breathing, shortness of breath, cough, or chest pain. Before taking Ibrance, tell your doctor if you have fever, chills, or other signs of infection, liver or kidney problems, are or plan to become pregnant, or are breastfeeding. Common side effects include low red blood cell and low platelet counts, infections, tiredness, nausea, sore mouth, abnormalities in liver blood tests, diarrhea, hair thinning or loss, vomiting, rash, and loss of appetite. Do you dream of a healthier life, but education feels out of reach? Trinity School of Natural Health makes holistic education accessible with online programs to fit your busy schedule. Trinity School of Natural Health makes holistic education accessible with online programs to fit your busy schedule. Trinity School's Certified Natural Health Professional Program is the perfect entry point to gain foundational knowledge to empower yourself, your family, and your community to live healthier lives. Turn your passion into a career. Visit trinityschool.org for more info now. Welcome to Checking In with Michelle Williams, a production of iHeartRadio and The Black Effect. Domestic violence is a problem. It has been a problem for years. And to some people, you've definitely experienced a form of domestic violence or you've witnessed it. And I just want you to know that you are loved and you have value. This episode could possibly be triggering as this is going to be the topic of discussion with a licensed expert in this area who also experienced domestic violence in college. Her name is Dr. Shanita Brown, and I am so glad that we have her with us today, and this is a safe space. But if you feel like It could be a little too much for you for this episode. Do not feel pressured to listen. Or if you want to, grab a friend and listen together and process and whatever it is that you have to do. But again, Michelle, everybody at Black Effect, everybody that helps checking in um, this podcast to be what it is, we want you to know that we love you. We see you and you have so much value. Hey, everybody. This is another another amazing week of checking in. 
this episode is probably going to be definitely all my episodes are serious, but I do want to put a disclaimer that what we are going to be discussing could definitely be triggering. So I just want to ensure that you are in a safe space um, as we will be talking about domestic violence, uh, sexual assault. I just want to make sure that you are in a safe space uh, or you have some safe people around you should um, something that you hear in this episode should be triggering. Our goal is not to trigger anyone, but to bring awareness. And so that's what we are going to do today with someone absolutely awesome. She is a speaker and educator licensed professional counselor and trainer. Her work has been featured in Essence and Forbes, so many amazing platforms, and I'm glad that she is taking time out to check in. Please welcome Dr. Shanita Brown. Thank you for having me, Michelle. It's an honor to be here. You are so, so welcome. Where are you checking in from? I am checking in from Raleigh, North Carolina. Shout out to North Carolina. Um, originally from Kinston, North Carolina, for the 252. And I, I love what I do, Michelle. It isn't work. And you mentioned people being triggered. And, you know, triggers are um, an indicator that parts of us where we need to heal. So I appreciate you um, having that disclaimer and talking about something that we need to talk about every day, not just during Domestic Violence Awareness Month or Sexual Assault Awareness Month, but every day because of the statistics and how so many people are impacted by domestic and sexual violence. I don't know about you, but I used to be ashamed if I felt triggered by something. Mm -hmm. But now I just take the power back and say, oh, it's okay. This, like you said, this is just showing you an area. Mm -hmm. that some healing or you need to unpack something. Absolutely. Getting down to the why. And so um, to encourage people, um, triggers aren't anything to be ashamed about. Right. There's nothing wrong with them. They're messengers, they're indicators, and they're just telling you, hey, look at me, look, alert, alert. Mm, mm. we can have good triggers too you know in my own healing I've talked about in my own experience with domestic violence where there were parts of my experience where I was triggered I remember who my friends were that looked out for me and so there were some happy moments um that even doing something that was so devastating and trying to find my voice that I had people in my community and in my network that reminded me you deserve something better yeah so those are happy triggers Mm. So as we're discussing domestic violence, um, you don't have to go too deep into your own story, but I think it's probably, it makes people feel safe, heard, or understood when they're like, I don't just have a practitioner speaking from expertise. Right. Well, you're speaking from real life. You're not speaking textbook is what I meant to say. Absolutely. Lived experiences here. I, I, I identify as a warrior of domestic violence, Um, not only a survivor, but I have the lived experience and what that's like as a black woman as well, a woman of faith and and that healing journey. So I come from two perspectives, you know, a trauma therapist and as someone who's had the lived experiences of trying to get out. Now, you could have went in any in any track or specialty as it relates to your field. Is it because of your experience that you chose, hey, I'm going to be in the area of trauma? It could be workplace psychology. <laughs> Absolutely. I think, um, you know, writing my dissertation and wanting to work with Black women, women who were uh, women of faith and have had experience with domestic violence. Um, black women in general do not have enough resources. And we experience domestic violence more than any other ethnicity. So it was important, yes, um, 44% compared to our white counterparts and other ethnicities. And so I wanted to be able to study and go deeper and to be able to help women get free. Mm. I got about two or three questions just in that nugget that you dropped. First of all, that uh, Black women suffered domestic violence more because now it's making me go back to slavery. Was it because that's something that, Unfortunately, we we know all too well from slavery. Right. That just blows my mind. And second, you talked about women of faith, mm-hmm. uh, how maybe women are just told to stay in their marriages, stay in that relationship. God's going to work it out. Just keep praying for them. Yeah. Stay and pray. Get on your knees. He's dragging me on my knees, though. Yeah. 
women are taught to stay in these. You pose the women are taught to keep the family together, right? Traditionally, thinking about slavery, right? What the role of women. Domestic violence is a systemic issue, okay? And so when we were talking about that 400 gap in history, um, it's about power and control. It's literally when somebody tries to maintain power and control over another person in a relationship. And a lot of times we don't know what healthy relationships look like, right? We have a lot of images of how we grew up. It could be a relational template. It could be what we're seeing in the media. And so there are a number of factors, but it is that power and control that um, we don't recognize. Sometimes we think it's love, right? We have songs and think, oh, he's trying to take my cell phone. Oh, it's so cute. He's picking up my outfits. But a lot of that are red flags and we don't know what some of those signs are of red flags and green flags. And we think it's love. We think, we think it's excited. And so, um, yes, we have to raise awareness about domestic violence. It's that power and control. It is not a mental illness. Um, domestic violence is a choice. I want, I want listeners to understand that a perpetrator or abuser is engaging in tactics to maintain power and control over someone. They are choosing to do that. I was going to ease into what does it feel like? What does it look like? But you've already named something where it's like, girl, he was looking through my phone. He was trying to figure out who was calling and texting me, honey. He wants to make sure, honey, that he is the only one. But you're like, it seemed cute, but it could be right a red flag, right? So, so nobody get nobody shows up as controlling in the beginning. Nope. So it, during that honeymoon stage, and all lovey dovey, it's like, oh my god, he just loves me, or you know, and want to put this out there, there are men who experience abuse as well. So the abuser can be a woman, but statistically, what we know is that. Um, more women experience, and we're thinking about gender. More women experience um, domestic violence. More black women. Men don't report it for a number of reasons. You know, they're taught um, how they are socialized, right? How they're socialized and, you know, you have to man up, you have to be hard. You know, you don't go and tell somebody that a woman is beating on you or controlling you. You're a punk, you're a sissy, right? And so they don't speak up. Mm. The number of reasons why men don't speak up, but you ask, what does it feel like? What does it look like? Michelle, it's a war zone. You are constantly on pins and needles, like you're walking on eggshells. Mm. You're for battle. That's what it feels like. You don't even know that you're in a war zone. You become so used to that. I was speaking with someone and they said he was, this was unlike any relationship I ever had. When I met him, it was love at first sight. And when he met me, he told me it was love at first sight. And I'm just wondering, these abusers, I feel like they study you or maybe they'll get you to uh, be vulnerable and mm -hmm. tell them about your past love life or your past relationship. And Dr. Shanita, do they show up as everything you've ever wanted and needed? Well, depends on, yeah, well, yeah, because you can be very vulnerable and it feels good, like through trauma bonding, right? And so, you know, it, we think about trauma bonding, your, your wounds are connected to someone else. And so it feels safe, it feels secure, and it feels good. And in that moment, you don't realize that, oh, he's showering me all these gifts, and he can't wait to see me again, or I'm the only one who's ever done this with him, or he's telling me all these things like love bombing. You don't know what that is, and you're right. They are doing a lot of things to speak to the parts of you that are wounded and not healed, and it feels good, and it feels safe, and it becomes like a drug. That getting out is like, I don't want to do that because it just feels like I can never get out. It feels weird. It's that neurological, the chemicals that are released when you are with someone and they make you feel safe, just like crack, right? People getting off of drugs like, oh my God, I cannot believe it's like going through withdrawals very hard. And that tends to keep women in, and survivors in that cycle because of trauma bonding. Right. It's like I cannot get out of this. And while they go back, it takes seven attempts for a person to successfully leave because mm -hmm. they left and they go back or, you know, their, their boyfriend or their partner may say, um, say something and they put them back in this honeymoon phase or, you know, I didn't really mean it or, you know, I'm sorry. And if you would have done this then I would have done that way. So they begin to 
that cycle starts again. And you don't hear that that person just said, if you wouldn't have done that, then I wouldn't have done that. For example, there's no accountability. What are the ages that this starts as far as the person who is the abuser? Well, it, it can start very early because, you know, teen dating violence, right? And so the ages of adolescence, you know, teen dating violence awareness month is in February, but that, uh, that age range is most at risk for getting into an abusive relationship. One, they don't know what healthy relationships look like. Okay. And so if you grow up in a home where you witness abuse, you're more at risk to become an abuser and you're more at risk to experience trauma bonding. You're more at risk to get in an unhealthy relationship, toxic relationship, because that's what that became the template for you. If you're looking for the most epic place on earth, let's start at the base of a massive waterfall. Then trek through the thick jungle. Then climb to the peak of a snowy mountaintop. Then once you get there, keep going. Because with intelligent 4x4 and 7 drive modes and a Nissan Pathfinder, the search is the real adventure. Available feature. Intelligent 4x4 cannot prevent collisions or provide enhanced traction in all conditions. Always monitor traffic and weather conditions. Seeing our communities grow and thrive is something we care deeply about here at Black Tech Green Money. State Farm Insurance also cares about the growth of black communities. They're actively investing in programs and initiatives that help provide financial literacy, give early career advice, and grow black-owned businesses, thus leading to generational wealth, which helps protect the future of our communities. We want to build a future that we all can be proud of. State Farm understands that representation alone doesn't equate to authenticity. It also requires active sponsorship of programs like the AXO, a year-long program that recognizes and rewards high school students for their academic and cultural achievements along with funding programs like Project Ready, a national urban league program committed to educational achievement of black and brown youth that has awarded over $11 million in scholarship offers to date. State Farm believes that being better neighbors creates better communities and can have a long-lasting impact. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. AT&T connects an ode to podcast. Connect the alarm, change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze, 10 more minutes to dream. Connect the shower, lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work and traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Do you dream of a healthier life, but education feels out of reach? Trinity School of Natural Health makes holistic education accessible with online programs to fit your busy schedule. Trinity School of Natural Health makes holistic education accessible with online programs to fit your busy schedule. Trinity School's Certified Natural Health Professional Program is the perfect entry point to gain foundational knowledge to empower yourself, your family, and your community to live healthier lives. Turn your passion into a career. Visit trinityschool.org for more info now. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Me and you, um, we had some DMing and some stuff on Instagram. And um, y'all, let me tell you, that's the power of social media when it's used in a good way. Absolutely. How Dr. Shanita Brown, I think she popped up on my Explore page or maybe somebody reposted something she said and I immediately pressed follow because although she is a, a psychologist, I follow a lot that um, maybe their specialty is in narcissism, which a narcissism can actually inflict, you know, physical pain. Or mm-hmm. I just find people, they, they specialize in mental health disorders, right? Mm-hmm. But I loved how this is your specialty. When you told me the statistics, when you said one in every. Yeah. One in four women will experience some form of domestic violence. So intimate partner violence is an umbrella term. 
that consists of domestic violence and sexual violence, rape or sexual assault, right? Childhood sexual abuse. 90%, I would say 95% of my clients are experiencing various forms of intimate partner violence. They have experienced some form of abuse maybe um, in their childhood, and now they're beginning to see how it shows up in their adulthood life, right? And so that one in four women will experience some form of intimate partner violence is a, that, that, that's a huge statistic. 44% of Black women will experience domestic violence. They are experiencing it. And so um, we have to really make sure that we pay attention and talk more about healthy relationships, more about the green flags, more about the red flags, so people can get free, you know? So, and, and we don't want people in these unhealthy relationships because the impact of that can be lingering, lingering, Michelle. It can take years for many survivors to get through that. Do you find that if someone has experienced abuse in their childhood as an adult, they're more likely to enter into an abusive relationship? Yes. And it also, um, they're more at risk, yes, but it depends on how early they receive help, right? So if they were, if they witnessed it in their childhood and they started therapy or they started recognizing, why am I like this? Right? Why, why do I find myself in repeated patterns? If at some point in their life um, that they started to have those questions, perhaps they sought therapy and began to help out um, and, you know, kind of work through those relational patterns. And so they don't find themselves in repeated unhealthy and abusive relationships. Yeah. But it starts to manifest later. And a lot of times no one is going around talking, girl, what are your triggers? We're not talking about triggers that way. Do you know what your triggers are? That is not the norm conversation. And so it becomes later that we begin to witness like, why am I like this? Why I keep dating the same men who are abusive or um, they may not be physically abusive, but emotionally abusive. That's just as worse because we are carrying invisible wounds, these scars that no one can see and just chipping away at our self-worth and our self-esteem. It is very, very layered. You know, like someone was saying, well, he told me I was beautiful and I was trying not to be judgmental. And I was right. like, I wonder who that was when I said this statement. I said, we shouldn't be okay with the bare minimum. Yeah. Can we know ourselves that we're beautiful? Or I love it when someone tells me I'm beautiful, the person I'm dating. Yeah, tell me I'm beautiful. Although I should know it myself. Or he just did things like, I think what I'm trying to get at Maybe if you if you're if you didn't grow up with a father who opened up the door for you. So when a man does it for the first time, you're just like, oh, my gosh, he opened up the door for me. Right. I feel like it happens within months. Yeah. You can't stay the good guy long. It'll start showing up. It, it will start showing up. It gradually increases. So you, you get this overwhelmingly, oh, they just want to be with you 24 at seven. They're giving you all these gifts. And I just can't. I've never. Um, it's called love bombing, right? And we don't we don't see that. So if you've never experienced that, you think that it just feels good. He's really into me. He's consistent. You don't recognize that too much of that in the beginning and overbearing of that is a red flag, right? And then they gradually keep showering you with gifts and then they, you change. The, the, the clue to find out if that's love bombing and if there's an indicator of an, a, an abuse or, or it can change, you you stop being available and see what happened. And it'll come up. I'm doing all this stuff for you. And now you're not available or you don't want to see me. It'll start coming up. It will start coming out. Oh, you're changing because I want to spend time with my friends. I went and done this for you. I did that for you. So you don't want to spend time with me. So could signs be they isolate you from family and friends? Oh, the isolation. Yes. That is an indicator. And I feel like it almost makes you want to be careful what you share with potential partners, because you could literally, what if you're like, man, my family just pulls on me all the time. And it's like, they'll use what you say. And right. like, you told me your family pulls on you all the time. So I just wanted you to myself. I wanted you to know what it's like to say right. yes to you. Yes, absolutely. That's a great example. Manipulators. Mm -hmm. Manipulation. Oh, my goodness. That gaslighting. And you begin to question yourself. You think you're going crazy. Like, did this really just happen? Yeah, it just happened. But that gaslighting is a form of psychological abuse where you begin to question your perception of reality. 
Like this really didn't happen. So you, you end up not trusting yourself. You don't trust your decisions. You can't trust anything because you're constantly having your mind that I can't believe what I'm experiencing or question if the reality is really what it is because I've been gaslit so many times and that manipulation. Are you sure? Oh, that didn't really happen. That's not what I said. You're just making that up. It was a different way. It didn't happen that way. That's not how I remember it. And you know, it's awesome. People gaslight and don't even know it because maybe they've never heard of the term. Right. You know, but it. I feel like it's almost innate responses. Okay, so for instance, because I know what the term gaslighting is, I know what it feels like. Yeah. And so when I'm having conversations with someone, I could be joking and be, you know how we could be like, they'll be like, um, Shanita, you know you were snoring in your sleep. And you'd be like, girl, you got one snoring in my sleep. That was just you. You was having, you was dreaming. You was, you was this. So y'all, that's, that's really, it's almost like that. You find right. yourself play, doing a playful gaslight. Mm-hmm. But why is that so innate in us? When someone calls us to the plate of something, we say, that's not how I meant it. Yes, that is how you meant it. Right. What is that in us that makes us do that? Is gaslighting a defense mechanism um, in a person where maybe they don't mean to, but they are? I think, you know, because gaslighting is not confined to just domestic violence relationships. It can happen at the, with your physician. It can happen in, in many experiences and many interpersonal um, interactions. So it is not only in domestic violence. You know, if you think about, you know, I told my physician A, B, and C, and D, you can't, no, it wasn't that way. Like, I'm sitting here telling you my experience, and you're questioning what really happened to my body. You got me thinking, I can't trust what I felt. Yes. Yep. And sometimes, you know, so it isn't just in, in DV relationships. It can be in your day-to-day interaction with your boss or with your siblings and family. And so I don't think people know that they are potentially causing that harm, right? Now, the word gaslighting and the word narcissism is becoming more popular. You've even had people do um, posts where they're like, oh my gosh, now everybody wants to use the term gaslight. Everybody wants to use the term narcissism. I'm actually glad that the word is becoming popular because now people are going to be able to be like, no, this is what you are doing to me. Mm -hmm. Or... Am I doing that? Absolutely. Yes. Am I gaslighting somebody? Am I I'm trying to question, um, you know, calm some doubt and what someone stated to me? And a lot of times I don't think people are aware of it. And the way that you can share that, you know, based on what I just heard, I feel like you're gaslighting me. Now, the, the person on the other end, you will hope to say, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to do that what would be helpful or so that I don't do that again. Now, an abuser won't do that. Mm. Not at all. They they won't take any accountability. No, I didn't do that. No, that's just you. You're making this all up. I didn't say that. So they're not taking any accountability. It's always your fault. It's always your fault in a domestic isolation. It's always the survivor's fault. That's how they see it. But really, it's not the survivor's fault. It's never the survivor's fault. The survivor is surviving. Survivors don't create chaos. They don't create the conflict. They're trying to survive the conflict. Mm. Abuse of any form to anyone listening is never your fault. I don't care if you cuss them out five seconds prior. It does not give anybody the right to harm you in any kind of way. Now, should I be cussing nobody up? Probably not. Because we, let's let's talk about this. I know we're talking about domestic violence, but sometimes people don't even know that what you say to somebody is considered verbal abuse. Yes. And, and so I want to go back, piggyback to your point of if even if you cuss them out. Right. And so I have a lot of survivors and I've worked with many of them, quite a few clients who have said, you know, I I, I cause I contributed to this. Mm. So because I was yelling, too. And, you know, I'm just as guilty as. He is. And that's where we have to explain, no, you were surviving. Your tactic was a survival tactic in a war zone because you felt threatened. And for you, when your fight or flight system went off, you didn't feel safe. So you went to yelling. 
but you didn't cause the conflict. And that is a hard concept, but they do get it because I have survivors who are thriving now. I'm so grateful. They are thriving. But when they come in, they somehow feel I'm responsible for this. No, you're not responsible. But what you said, Michelle, is what I hear a lot is that, oh, I threw something at him. We were both fighting. You didn't cause the conflict, though. You didn't cause the chaos. You're surviving and you're utilizing tactics to survive. Absolutely. I would tell anybody listening to whatever you have to do to survive. But I hope that while you are listening, if you're going through this right now, you don't deserve this. You definitely uh, deserve better for you because sometimes these situations don't turn out so great. You know, Mm -hmm. I just saw uh, there are situations going on right now that I'm getting wind of in my hometown. A young man, uh, a lady went missing. Her family did a wellness check. They went in and found her dead of a gunshot wound. You know, so I'm so glad that you're talking about survivors, Dr. Brown. But Mm -hmm. there are cases where women couldn't get out in time. Yes. And, and leaving an abusive relationship is one of the most deadliest times in, the, in that relationship. And just as you, it, um, it was on the news in my area where a, pol- a police officer was a murder suicide. You know, he, he shot his wife and shot himself. And people are saying, oh, I can't believe this happened in my neighborhood. Yeah. And then they go back and trace, go through records that they had a history of DV calls um, into this particular home and so um it was it was there and so it is really a dangerous time when you try to leave because you're now trying to take back your power so that's why it's so important for anyone listening in this relationship and it resonates with you that you seek counsel through a dv agency or an advocate to help you create a safety plan it is not wise to just up and leave on your own that's very dangerous and you Mm -hmm. hear about these um, shootings that usually happen, the murders happen when they come to your job and they shoot you and shoot themselves. It happens in the morning and the data shows that, you know, you're not going to leave me. So if you leave me, I'm going to kill you and kill myself too. No one else can have you. So it is really important that if you're thinking of leaving, you know, that you reach out to an agency, they can help you create a safety plan to do it in the most safest way possible and, and, and connecting with your support system. But this is not something that you do on your own. You need help. And my prayer is that everybody listening, you've got a safe person, someone that, someone you can call and someone you can go to. All right, so there we were, cruising through the new open-air zoo when I realized that the park was closing in like 15 minutes. Luckily, we were in my Nissan Rogue. With its powerful DC turbo engine, well... We had time to see all the animals. Whoa! <laughs> and outrun a few! Drive the Nissan Rogue. Seeing our communities grow and thrive is something we care deeply about here at Black Tech Green Money. State Farm Insurance also cares about the growth of black communities. They're actively investing in programs and initiatives that help provide financial literacy, give early career advice, and grow Black-owned businesses, thus leading to generational wealth, which helps protect the future of our communities. We want to build a future that we all can be proud of. State Farm understands that representation alone doesn't equate to authenticity. It also requires active sponsorship of programs like the AXO, a year-long program that recognizes and rewards high school students for their academic and cultural achievements along with funding programs like Project Ready, a National Urban League program committed to educational achievement of black and brown youth that has awarded over $11 million in scholarship offers to date. State Farm believes that being better neighbors creates better communities and can have a long-lasting impact. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. AT&T connects and ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the driving to work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. 
You dream of a healthier life, but education feels out of reach. Trinity School of Natural Health makes holistic education accessible with online programs to fit your busy schedule. Trinity School of Natural Health makes holistic education accessible with online programs to fit your busy schedule. Trinity School's Certified Natural Health Professional Program is the perfect entry point to gain foundational knowledge to empower yourself, your family, and your community to live healthier lives. Turn your passion into a career. Visit trinityschool.org for more info now. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus. Dr. Shanita, how can the church help? Hey, you know, a great minds think alike, because I was just getting ready to go back to when you said the faith community. First of all, we just need to believe survivors, right? We just need to believe them. We need to talk more about domestic violence. I also, as a consultant, I help faith communities create domestic violence ministries. It is such a taboo subject, and we need the faith community to just call it out. It's wrong. Let's not tell people to pray and stay. There is nowhere in the Bible where there is this conversation that um, it's okay to abuse your wife. And so what's happening, even in my own research, and that's what I studied for my research, Michelle, I studied the role of faith and spirituality in leaving abusive relationships for Black women. All of my research participants were told to stay. But the great thing about that, what we found was that their relationship with Christ was a foundation to say, this is not right. So when you are have a relationship with Christ, Christ will begin to show you this doesn't align with me. That's right. He will begin to show you that one of my participants says in my prayer closet, he showed me some things about my husband. And I said, okay, God, I see you. It's time to get out. But it's so important that we also recognize that abusers will use scriptures. And will. They will use your belief system, your faith to say, oh, you're not going to Bible study to manipulate you. Well, God says, um, God hates divorce. You're not supposed to divorce me because God is going to be angry with you. I have so many work with so many women of faith that said, you know, God, I left and now I feel like God is going to punish me. And, and he's punishing me because of this hard time going through this divorce. And then my views of God begin to change. And that becomes a spiritual trauma. When our views about God and our perception of God changes, they're saying, I left. No, you left to get free, but God is punishing me because this is hard, Dr. Brown. And I tell them that you are capable of doing hard things and God has always been with you. It's your belief, what you believe about God. Wow. And I know uh, you guys, as, as a doctor, as a counselor, period, you can't name names. You can't do anything like that, um, which I, which. I understand. Do you have a story of hope from someone in your community? I guess actually you are the story of hope. I am the story of hope. And um, although I've never, you know, I experienced domestic violence in college and and undergrad. So, um, but my, my story of hope is that God allowed me to see that there's something better, that I am worthy of a healthy relationship, that I needed to heal those parts of me so I can be uh, in something healthy that glorifies him, right? And so I had to have that hard conversation with myself that I became more helpful, more hopeful, excuse me, in my healing journey when I began to work on parts of me. But one of the stories recently, um, a story of hope that a client shared that God reminded me of who I am in him. She said, he reminded me of who I am in him. And she said, I have to get free. And so it is her foundation, a foundation. What I'm finding, your relationship with Christ is the foundation that helps you. So we complement each other, right? So we think about the faith community. We co- we go, we complement each other. You have therapists and you have Jesus, right? You can't do this alone. He provided counselors on this earth, just like physicians, to help in all areas of healing, holistic healing. 
So what can the church do? We can have domestic violence ministries. We can have Purple Sunday when everybody in your, your church will wear purple in honor of domestic violence. You can have conversations. You can have training. You can train your leaders on domestic violence. I recently received the call that somebody came to the altar and said they were in an abusive relationship. How do I respond to that? Woo. People are coming to the altar with a lot of things and we have to be equipped. We need to be equipped. So you need to train your altar workers. You need to train your faith leaders on how to work with someone if they're reporting abuse or sexual abuse. So if you're in the youth ministry, are, are they mandated reporters? So you need to train like you do for anything else, yearly, quarterly, bring in experts, partner with your community, partner with agencies. Agencies are thrilled to get into faith community because it's so hard to get into a faith community. So when they have a faith community, reach out. Oh, sure. We're excited. Where do you want us to be? What Sunday you want us to come? We set up a table, pass out flyers, brochures. They are waiting, but we need leaders. We need the leaders to recognize the role you have in, in an abuse against all women and girls. And they have such an important role. Why? Because women go to their faith leader before they come to a therapist. Yep. That's the first place, especially if you spend a lot of time there, especially I thought going to therapy were for people who were like visibly ill, like mm -hmm. visibly. You could look at somebody and be like, OK, they're mentally ill. Right. So a lot of people are like, ain't nothing wrong with me. Yeah, my mama yell at me every day or my daddy hits me or whatever, but ain't nothing wrong with me. Because a lot of people also feel like because I survived it, it's normal. No, right. it is not normal. Yeah. We grow up in chaos and we think that's normal. And how to recognize, um, I, I could keep you all day, how to recognize when something is abusive. So when it feels controlling, right? What yeah. are some other signs where somebody needs to recognize this is abuse? Yeah, so there are um, a lot of red flags. I talked about the manipulation, the isolation, controlling where you go, uh, you know, your religious beliefs. If you want to go to church, no, you can't go to church. You got to stay here with me, right? Controlling your cell phone. You know, it's it's so many, the power and control will. The root of abuse is power and control. Right. Got it. Right, yep. and they do it in subtle ways to maintain that power and control over you. Does that make sense? That isolation, controlling your whereabouts, like blowing up your cell phone. If you're with your girlfriends and you're dating someone and they're blowing up your cell phone, I mean, like, really, you know, where's the respect here? I said, I'm going to my girlfriends. Why you got to blow up my phone like that? And then they question you. What were you doing? Or trying to sniff your clothes. Those are all red flags. Shush. All right. All right. Okay. Okay. Now, before we leave, what are some green flags? Yes, I was going to talk about that. Someone who respects boundaries. Okay, so some, so just so y'all know, when you look at the trees or a healthy plant, it should be green. Yes. Right? The, a, a rose ain't going to be green, but the leaves around it is green. Right. Or a plant mom like me, I'm noticing, okay, eh, this, what was green got a little brown on it. Right. So there are many reasons. So I'm, I'm so excited that you use green flags because to me, green symbolizes health. It is. It's the color for mental health. It's Mental Health Awareness Month. Right. So when we think about green, those indicators and listeners thinking about someone who respect your boundaries. Right. So if you're dating someone and you say, well, I'm going up for girls night, we're going to a movie and I see you when I get back. OK. Or don't call me at the 10 o'clock because I have a meeting. Um, at work and I need to get my rest. So a healthy um, flag would be, okay, boo, oh baby, I understand. And I talk to you in the morning, get your rest. Respect your boundaries. They're not going to keep calling you. Okay. So they respect your boundaries. They respect your boundaries. Someone who can manage conflict well, they're not calling you names. It's so important to ask people when you're dating. So how do you manage conflict? Or they say, how do you act when you're mad? <laughs> yes, because you get to see all of that in those first 90 days. You get to see uh, how people manage conflict. Can you say, we agree to disagree and move forward? I've worked with clients who say, I'm dating someone now and it feels different. What do you mean? We had some conflict and we agree to disagree and we move forward. I was like, so you're not going to call me a name? He was like, no. So you're going to have conflict in relationship. It's how you manage your emotions, how you manage the conflict. Yes, someone who is respectful. Showing you respect. That boundaries issue is real. One of those things where if somebody is not respecting your boundaries, that's that's a huge red flag. But if they are respecting your boundaries, 
then that is a green flag. Respecting yeah. your boundaries, being able to manage conflict, you know, allowing you to have time by yourself and maintain your individuality and not thinking they got to smother you all the time is also a healthy, a healthy sign. So good. You can be in a relationship and maintain your individuality. And if you can't, that is a red flag that you got to be with somebody 24 seven. Yes, ma'am. Dr. Brown, is there a universal website or phone number where someone can call? Yes, the Domestic Violence National Hotline. Um, You can call the 800 number. It is 1-800, I think it's 799-SAFE. S-A-F-E. And doing that website, the little box comes up. If you're not in a safe um, environment, it tells you how to exit out. Um, but you can also call the crisis number as well, 988. And, you know, it's so important to think about how abusers will track you. They use trackers and devices out here. Um, so, you know, tell somebody that you are in this situation, someone who can offer you a safe, non-judgmental environment to talk about it and partner with you. And, and the crisis um, number as well can be that that step if you can't think of the 800 safe number, the 800 number. Yeah. You got it. Dr. Brown, y'all, she gave us red flags, green flags. And of course, the statistics that one in four women will experience some form of intimate partner violence. Right. Instead of domestic violence, when was intimate partner introduced? I never heard it until today. Oh, really? So intimate partner violence, um, if I can recall, I think back, maybe in the early 70s, or, you know, now I, I don't quote oh, but I'm real late. <laughs> you know, yeah, I mean, you know, you have this movement um, and then now you have gender-based violence, but it's, a under, it's an umbrella term. So I use domestic violence because that is the term that in my community that we recognize. We recognize domestic violence. The Black community recognizes domestic violence. And you hear more of that versus intimate partner violence. So intimate partner violence is an umbrella term where you have various forms of violence falls under that umbrella, sexual assault, sexual violence, domestic violence. So it's the umbrella term, but I specifically work with women who've experienced domestic violence and some forms of sexual violence as well. And there are a lot of women who were sexually assaulted in their abuse in the relationship as well. Yes, ma'am. It overlaps, it overlaps. Dr. Brown, last but not least, on your social media, you give affirmations. Before we wrap it up, can you give us an affirmation or two that we can take with us or maybe someone could print it out and put it on their mirror? Can you? Yes. First of all, I am worthy of a healthy relationship free of abuse. I am worthy of a relationship free of abuse. The second one that comes to mind, because leaving an abusive relationship is a very hard thing. I also remind myself of this in my healing journey that I am capable of doing hard things. Dr. Brown, you're amazing. (laughs) You're amazing too, sis. I appreciate the opportunity. Very humble. We want people to get free. And they will. You all do not give up. You are not alone. I'm right there with you. Come on. So again, we will make sure that y'all get the numbers and the website um, on this episode of Checking In. Dr. Brown, will you come back? I most certainly will. I most certainly will. Got a book that I'm writing specifically for Black women. And so um, I'll be releasing that title very soon. Definitely want to come back because there is something that Black women need. I really want to speak to the Black women. You got it. All right, everybody, y'all, please, please, please just breathe out. You got this. Yes, you got it. All right, Dr. Brown. If you or someone you know is experiencing domestic violence, intimate relationship abuse, please call the National Domestic Violence Hotline at 1-800-799-7233. Or you can text the word START to 88788. The National Domestic Violence Hotline and Domestic Violence Support is so important. I love that they say that everyone deserves relationships free from domestic violence. When you're ready, we're here to listen with confidential support 24-7, 365 days a year. I can imagine how scary it is. Um, I was speaking with someone and they said, they were telling me, they said, everybody thinks it's easy to leave a relationship that's filled with 
abuse. And they said it's not easy, but this person was able to escape and live. I pray that you get the courage and the strength and boldness to say, you know what, my life is worth living and leave. (sighs) This topic is so heavy, but it's so needed. All right. You're loved. You're loved over here at Checking In. Checking In with Michelle Williams is a production of iHeartRadio and The Black Effect. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. AT&T Connects and Ode to Podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Do you dream of a healthier life, but education feels out of reach? Trinity School of Natural Health makes holistic education accessible with online programs to fit your busy schedule. Trinity School of Natural Health makes holistic education accessible with online programs to fit your busy schedule. Trinity School's Certified Natural Health Professional Program is the perfect entry point to gain foundational knowledge to empower yourself, your family, and your community to live healthier lives. Turn your passion into a career. Visit trinityschool.org for more info now. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. I'm late. I'm late. Very important date. Time is running out to score adult theme park tickets at child prices from Undercover Tourist. This summer, make your Walt Disney World vacation more affordable than ever. Escape into a place where magic has the power to transport you into stunning worlds and your favorite stories for less. Buy from Undercover Tourist, an authorized seller, and link to official Walt Disney World apps so you can add on Genie Plus and Lightning Lane upgrades easy. Book your adult theme park tickets at child prices with Undercover Tourist now and save. UndercoverTourist.com Tired of endless diets and weight loss struggles? It's time to say goodbye to frustration and hello to results. Introducing Smart Metabolic Burn from BrainMD, your breakthrough solution to fight stubborn body fat. Imagine burning fat, balancing glucose levels, and regulating metabolism in just 12 weeks. This unique two-in-one product combines the power of two clinically studied ingredients in one revolutionary formula. Berberine, which targets abdominal fat, and OEA, which curbs your appetite. With just two capsules a day, Smart Metabolic Burn by BrainMD can kickstart your metabolism, fight stubborn body fat, especially that pesky abdominal fat and support your weight management journey. And right now, save over 30% on Smart Metabolic Burn at GetSmartBurn.com. The lowest price anywhere. That's GetSmartBurn.com. Don't delay. Transform your life with Smart Metabolic Burn from BrainMD. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. Our products are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease.